Welcome to Magic Proving Grounds, the only Magic the Gathering podcast that proves that body of Shieldreds is absurd. Uh, with me, I have your very special co-host, Ben. The, it's got legs for days. And your other, other very special co-host, Other Dave. Other Dave is here. And then I am, of course, the moderator of this podcast, Moderator Dave. Uh, what have you guys been doing this week? Well, I have a new slogan. I'm, it's, I'm pretty sure Ben's just been sleeping. I, I wish. Kind of tired. But my new slogan is make Jun great again. That's my mission. I have a plan. And it involves modern Jund and Soul of Wind Grace plus Renin 6 and some other cards. I don't know. I'm doing some brewing. I'm doing some testing. I'm trying to make me sell myself a nice package to be competitive and modern with Jund. So is it's it my goal? Is it make make Jund great again versus build black better? <laughs> yes, that I yeah, that, well that's the standard slogan. So the modern okay. slogan is yeah, yeah. I'm digging the uh the political slogan mockery here. <laughs> uh, to be honest, totally my jam. Uh, what have you been up to, uh, other Dave? Uh, I've been coming up with political slogan mockeries for magic. Nice, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> no, I, I've been really doing a whole lot of nothing this week. We've just mm-hmm. been busy, so I haven't. I don't even think I got my fifteen wins in arena this week. Well, to be fair, the uh, the 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 Dominaria's been out for three weeks, so. You know the 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 hype for that's died down, and we're fixing to get into spoilers for the next set. You know, mm-hmm. so, what next set? Brothers War. Brothers War. Yeah, okay. gonna, it's, it's coming. Mark my words. Like next week, they're going to start dropping the fact that the Urza lands are in Brothers War. I can the feel Ur- it. The Urza lands. Yeah, Urza, are we gonna- our mine. Oh, oh, okay. So that's your prediction that the Tron lands will be the Tron lands. I'm sorry. Standard legal. Is that the preferred vernacular? The Tron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody talks about Urza. It's Urza Tron. Yeah. Um, See, I'm not a modern player, so I didn't know that. So, I have I have this other thing that I just want to talk about. Um, It has to do with brewing, Um, alphabetizing your cards. Holy moly! That that's basically what I've been doing. I went I I went to go start brewing, and then I'm like, I know I have some of these cards. Let me go find them, and then I figured out that I'm wasting an inordinate amount of time searching through box after box for these cards. So then mm-hmm. I decided, and so now he's wasting an inordinate amount of time sorting. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I, have you have you gone with my very patented special? Uh, uh, sorting method yeah because so there's a problem cards change rarities very often so you can't sort by rarity because like for example monetary swift sphere just got downgraded to Mm -hmm. uh common so i have (laughs) uncommon versions and common versions so the only way to do it is just alphabetically by color period Mm -hmm. so i have a giant table that is a to z is that the way to do it I mean, that makes sense okay. to me. Here, okay. here's here's how you do it. Is like maybe if you're a set collector, it's, it's different. 
because you want to make sure you have one of each set. So if you're the type of person that collects sets, this is not the way to do it. You know your way. Disregard this. But if you're somebody who just plays and wants to have the cards that you need when you need them, this is the best way, I promise you. Alphabetize by uh, alphabetical order by color. And then uh, you put the void spells in the collar that matches the mana symbols on the card. Hmm. Uh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I guess I don't play the void spells. I don't even think I have one of the one well, of those it, cards. The, so. the, the reason why you do that is because the void was only in like, what, two sets? Yeah. So why okay. have a, a stack yeah. of void cards? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Or, or why put them in the colorless spells when they're not actually... They're technically mechanically colorless, but you can't cast them without green mana, so they're not colorless colorless. Just like you would put a colored casting artifact in with the color that used to yeah. cast the artifact. Yeah, yeah same, same 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 idea. Scenario. Got it. Same scenario. Uh, and oh. then uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, finish your. Okay, finish and your then you put colorless and artifact spells together, multicolored spells together, non-basic lands together, and then you wooberg your basic lands so that you have a nice land tray for drafting uh, and then that's how you do it if you want to get extra like uh like ocd then if you have duplicates you would put them in a uh, set order you know that's extra that's extra work what do you mean by set order like newest to oldest so if you have one, uh, a swift spear that came out in uh, oh oh within the within the swi slot in your thing you yeah. would then put, you know, the cons of Tarkir one first and then the double double masters yeah. ones. Okay. Yeah. So if gotcha. you had multiple copies of Swift Spear, then you would be like cons first and then double masters. Yeah, I'm doing something similar that it consists of uh non foil into foil mm. into uh alternate art into alternate art foil. So in oh, that same. order. So yeah. Okay. Well, this is what I do with my foils. I, I alphabetize them by color. I put them in a big stack, and then I set a brick on top of them. Hmm. Uh, the only them. way. It's the only no, way. No Pringles. When I lived in the desert, it wasn't a problem. But I <laughs> recently moved to a very humid location, and it is a problem. Yeah. So right now I have a uh, very I mean, long the, the buffet table. with that location is the smell of the river. But Yeah. That's fair. That's <laughs> Yeah, I can't speak to the smell of that river. Oh, it's f***ing disgusting. <laughs> the river you live next to smells too, though. So that, That's true. Uh, yes, it very much does. I would not swim in it. I would bathe in Ben's River before I could a f***ing two-foot radius of the other one. Mm. <laughs> that bad, huh? It smells toxic. <laughs> oh, so it smells like Britney Spears with a snake. No? Um, okay. So I have a buffet table that is just straight up 26 cards deep or long, five cards deep, you know, with the Wooberg because I'm not doing multicolored and artifacts until later. Yeah. Uh, and when I can't sleep because I have insomnia sometimes, I have found this is a very therapeutic way to wind down and shut my brain off so I can go to sleep. So it's actually helpful. Yeah. So... Everybody, sort your collections. It it helps. Mental health. Keep it good. Yeah. So I, I will say this. Uh, when I had a collection, I only ever sorted by color and set. And 
once you narrowed it down to color and set, it was usually pretty easy. Yeah, and uh, but uh, counterpoint back then they didn't do a lot of these master sets and stuff and different reprint specific sets that kind of then make because you might have you know three copies of Swift Spear and Cons of Karkir, but one in double double masters. So you only I'm, you go I'm go to cons, sure, I think. I'm pretty sure that I had about 40 copies of Lightning Bolt spread across about 20 different <laughs> sets. So. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did have the uh, core sets. Um, yeah, that's true. And it still was not overly difficult to just go, okay, well, what all sets were Lightning Bolt in? Yeah, so I, I do feel like this will help with uh, just brewing in general, I guess. So I thought I decided to just go take the plunge and finally do it. Um, then my next plan is to uh, use deck box to uh, manually enter in all of my cards. If anybody out there has a better suggestion for physical cards than manually entering every card into deck box in order to find a searchable digital format of all your collection, then please tell me. Uh, it's a deck in a box. Yes. No hands, mom. I feel like Justin Timberlake wrote a song about that. <laughs> yeah, I use deckbox.org. Oh, oh, one more thing you guys will be proud of me on. Okay. I I'm have only play. bought I have only bought two boxes of Dominary United and I'm done. I did not buy my traditional third box of a set. <laughs> Was that because you weren't happy with your polls or because you were like, you know what? It's time to show some restraint. It it was it's because neither he got what he wanted. That's what happened. I did not. I only have one Phyrexian uh, Shouldred. I'm gonna have to buy the rest if I ever Gosh. need her. But oh, no, uh, yeah. Uh, only how one many English Shouldred? Well, no, no, no English copies. The the one Shouldred I have is of the Phyrexian variety, um, meaning like the Phyrexian text. You're just being very specific. I was like, okay, so he got a copy. Yeah, no, how, no. Many, how many English copies did he get? No, no. I, I think I've decided that the the best way to do it is just to buy your singles. I'm uh, I, I opened my packs and got that all out of my system. You know the the thrill of the hunt. Um, and, so and why not I'm okay with just? Well, maybe that's what will happen with the brothers' war. I doubt it. Maybe I'll. There yeah. might be. There might be more. Maybe maybe I'm doing two now, so I can do four later. For the brothers, or I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. I'll be proud of you when you aren't buying boxes at all. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm working there. I'm 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 kicking the the uh, the habit. I, I am okay with you buying one collector's pack a set. Ah, yes, I, I did do that. I <laughs> I got second place at my LGS, and almost I just had to put in a few dollars to get a collector's booster of Dominator United. I did not really? get. I did not get a Legends card. I was not one of the three percenters. Uh, But I did get a um, foil etched showcase braids. So that's pretty nice for the collection. Yeah. I saw some people saying that they believe that those Legends cards are more common than Wizards claimed that they were. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if there is any truth to that or not. That would require somebody to open a significant amount of packs to. uh, Right. That's yeah. also why I don't necessarily trust that that is true. I think I think it's uh, the initial purchases of the collector's boxes are not as high as Wizards expected, so they floated some idea on the internet 
to to boost profits. I, it seemed like they were selling pretty well, actually. Yeah, they, I think I, from what I hear, they are. Tinfoil hats have come out. Yeah, I mean, the person that I talked about it had a very small sample size. So mm, it's not, right. um, not like I know for sure or anything. But mm. he, hey, I- he, he works in a store. So he was looking at the entirety of the people that he knew that opened packs inside of the store. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's a little better than, hey, I bought a booster box. and Yeah. Now I've got. I got one weeks. so that 100% of booster boxes. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said that he didn't give me an exact amount. He said in approximately, I think he said 60 packs. Um, there were eight Legends cards. So not a huge sample size. No. You know, it's yeah, still just yeah. possible that people got lucky. Yeah. No, yeah, just like just like when I went to the pre-release and over the three days probably saw seven Liliana the Veils opened in pre-release boxes out of maybe 50. Does oh, not there mean- is a piece of news we could talk about today. That reminded me. Oh, nice. Oh, breaking yeah. news. Let's do it's it. Not, it's not breaking news, but did you see the announcement for the change in Brothers Ward pre-release? Oh, yeah, I did do that. should have wrote that down. Yeah. Hmm. All right, what is it? You can buy as much of it as you want. Oh, you are yes. not limited uh, uh, on pre-release. I promise you this had nothing to do with my decision to not buy three boxes of Tom Air United. So um, I don't buy physical cards a lot, so explain to me what the change is ex- precisely. Uh, at pre-release, you could only buy a specific amount, and then they would cut you off? Yeah. Yep. And now and, they're and, like, and collectors bo- and collectors boosters were not part of that. You were not allowed to buy collectors boosters before set release. So, like during pre-release, you were not. Yeah, no collectors boosters. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Didn't they also change the release uh, date so that it was coming out? Yes, this one will come out before Arena, just like they did with Capenna, right? This, like, I don't even play paper a lot, but I'm okay with that because. Deep down, I'm old school. And if I, 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 I like it that way because um, in a pre-release, it's kind of like you're playing with the cards for the first time. Everybody gets on an mm-hmm. even ground. It's like it mm-hmm. seems like more pure. I don't know. If, if they've been on Arena for a week, then people have been playing them, and then they go to the, re- the pre-release, and then... It's a different experience at that pre-release. I think the pre-release should be like excitement, you know, and and yeah, yeah. there should be that quality to it that is lost if you release mm-hmm. it on Arena first. Yeah, you don't want to end up across the table at your pre-release for Moby Dick and have to deal with the fact that they've got the whole set on Arena and have been running. Yeah, you know, grinding, sealed, grinding, on, grinding on, on Arena. On Arena. Yeah, so... No one has ever proxied cards or messed with pre-release well, cards before they were out. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that takes you know, a lot of effort. <laughs> I mean, like if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, then you can, you know, that's on you, I guess. Yeah, I definitely not. You you go have ahead and have those few extra packs as yeah. price is in your pre-release, man. Like you you earned it at that point, I guess. That's that's. That's pro level shit. That's not game store hero level uh, yeah. nonsense. 
I can barely work up the gumption to go to my local game store, let alone go for a pre-release and then stay for the entire time. Anytime I've ever done a pre-release, it's I go there, I get my packs, and then I'm like, bye guys. And they're like, see you next time. I mean, I have participated in a pre-release before. I just haven't. Uh, I haven't recently. It has been a while. Mm. Yeah. I, I think they're fun. I, I've been to the last three. Okay, so, so uh, any more news, or do you want to move into another low-effort spoiler segment? Low-effort spoilers! Yay! Low-effort! Yay! Just Yay. like Wizards' low-effort website. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, we'll get to that later. Shots fired. Shots fired. Okay, so... Uh, and uh, Unfinity's coming out on October second. Um, mm-hmm. I'm one of th- uh, one of the three podcast hosts of this podcast that are actually excited about this uh, this set. Uh, had they had their druthers, uh, we probably wouldn't have done it at all. But I made the show notes, so it ended up there. I'm exercising my power in a disproportionate way. More like one out of every single person that I know that's excited about this. <laughs> I there's just something about silver border sets that that just make me go nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Except but, these aren't silver bordered and now it's really confusing cuz some <laughs> cards are legal and some aren't and I'm super I'm still yes, confused. We can we can You t- literally just explained it to me before the show and I still have no clue what <laughs> which of these cards I'm looking at are legal in in eternal formats. And what or not? Okay, man. Look, if if there's a nut on the card, it's not legal. You feel me? Yeah. What? Oh, so I can't make jokes about black borders, but you can make jokes about nothing on cards. <laughs> Will the stickers make the cards <laughs> sticky? Do they leave behind um, a film? No. Uh, the way that uh, Mark Rosewater described the. Stickers is that they're akin to uh, post-it notes. Oh, so okay. They're not real. They're like you know, peel and stick kind of easy to remove. Uh, all right, <laughs> uh, everybody, hold on, everybody. Before, before I just have to say this: uh, go find the card called "Cool Fluffy Luxodon." There is a sticker of Karn, a chibi Karn sticker. That looks amazing. You guys find it? No. I don't know what you're talking about. You want me to go look this up in the database? Okay. Yeah, it's called Cool Fluffy Luxodon. It's a sticker card. Yeah. It's if you off. start to type Cool Fluffy into Google. <laughs> don't, don't, make sure safe search is on. Go to, uh, just go to scratch. Well, the first option is Cool Fluffy Slime Recipes. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then Cool Fluffy Haircuts. Wow. And I'm gonna stop there. These are these are everything's weird. This whole this whole set, it's, whole set is weird. Um, I guess that's the I mean, point. That is the point. Yeah, uh, I will say uh, there's showcase more important than uh, this Chibi Karn sticker. Is the other sticker? Is that brains on a plate? Uh, Probably. Yeah, I think it's spaghetti brains. Yes. Or is it like a plate of cat turds? 
And it is whatever. There's no want. rhyme and reason to what these stickers like. Because you think that like the name of the card is three separate things on the card. You think it'd be the stickers, but it's not. I don't know. Uh, there's no rhyme to re- reason. No rhyme. Those na- those words at the top that uh, are the name of the sticker sheet are stickers themselves. So you peel them off and you uh, okay. add them to the name of the... And then the text box is also a sticker. Uh-huh. And the power and toughnesses are also stickers. Yep. Dude, Wait, this what? is weird. I don't like this. <laughs> oh, come on. It's cool because you can like... Like the the main um, tech that people were complaining about is using was it pithing needle to turn off the name a card, turn off the abilities of the card. Yeah, and then you pull a sticker, you put a sticker on it, and change the name of the Jace the Mind Sculptor or whatever. And so it's no longer target the pithing needle is no longer yeah, targeting, no longer that, targeting to, that card. You change it to Jace the Fluffy Sculptor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yep, don't dig it. Turn safe search on for that search for sure. Yes. Um. Anyways, I can't find the stickers. Chase the, the cool loxodon. So, nah, giving up. I'll look later. The thing the you remember that the why we're talking about stickers. Remember how this uh, set was delayed and they didn't really give a really good reason why. Yeah. Uh, little piece of trivia. It was because. During the pandemic, the company they had contracted with to produce the adhesive for the stickers went out of business. Oh, leaving them with no st- uh, with no stick to their stickers, uh, and they had to uh, push the set back in order to find a a new vendor for their uh, sticker adhesive. That sounds like an omen <laughs> to not do stickers. Don't do it. Um. So. Anyways, let's talk about Space Jace, or yeah. as it's known technically, Space Ballerin. Yeah. He is legal in uh, all Legacy formats. Vintage yep. Commander. Yep. So, uh, you want to read the card there, uh, Ben? Yep. He is a blue and a white and two colorless Space Ballerin. Uh, he has the ability Space Sculptor. Space Bellerin divides the battlefield into Alpha, Beta, and Gamma sectors. If a creature isn't assigned to a sector, its controller assigns it to one. Opponents assign first. His plus one ability, or he has three starting loyalty, plus one. Creatures in each sector can be blocked this turn only by creatures in the same sector. Minus one. Put a 1-1 counter on each creature in the sector of your choice. And minus five, destroy all creatures in the sector of your choice. This is not a very Jace ability car. Uh, The space, sculpting the space sounds like a a Jace thing, but all of his abilities are not very Jace-like. The negative one, that's each creature in that sector, yours and your opponent's, correct? Yes, whichever sector, yeah, you choose alpha, gamma, or beta. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. So I like that card. I think it's neat. Um, who knows if it'll see any play in any of the competitive eternal formats? It does have some, like some actual gameplay utility, I guess. Yeah. It's just very Um, weird. I know. Um, It's a pretty confidential card as people on the internet seem to think that it's confusing. It makes sense to me. I 
Nah, yeah, I get it. I the, get my it. only question is when you enter, when like uh, a creature enters the battlefield. Oh, if it isn't, assign it. Okay, so assumably that sentence, if a creature isn't assigned to a sector, its controller assigns it to one. So when you play a new creature, you put it in one of the sectors. Yeah, of your Got choice. it. So yep. it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. Now, we're, we're, this is probably going to be the most lookable card for the set, unless you guys fight me on it. Because I find it absolutely hilarious. But it's okay. the card called... You know I'm not fighting you on any... <laughs> I'm not fighting you over licking a card. Oh, no, I'll fight you over licking a card. Just not in this set. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's attempted murder. It's uh, black, black, and X. It's a sorcery. And it's choose target creature. Roll X six-sided dice. For each even result, put a put two negative one, negative one counters on a creature. For each odd result, create a one, uh, two blue creature token with flying name Stormcrow. This is hilarious. Oh, it's the Rockabilly. Uh, it's the Rockab. Uh, it's, it's it's supposed to look like uh, Rockadoodle. Rockadoodle, Rock-a-doodle but it's yeah. A crow. yeah. Yeah, but it's it's an attempted murder because you're making crows. Oh, murder of also crow. murder of crows, uh, and also you're trying to kill something. So, you know, it's a, attempted murder. Um, that is so, that is very punny. This is why I love the unsets, man. The puns, it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, they they are fun like that. I I do like that. I just wish they were silver bordered. Um, this is legal. In eternal formats, do you think that this makes any headway into any of them? Yay or nay? Nay. No. I mean, commander. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, competitive because you can put anything commander. No. No. As much as I want to make Jace the guacamole sculptor a thing. I don't get the guacamole reference, man. This went right over my head. I'm sorry. Um, It's it's one of the stickers. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> it's guacamole a sticker and so, and so I want Jace to to make guacamole sculptures yes that is, have, that's actually yeah and then you can get your little tortilla he chips can, and you he just can make a guacamole structure of himself okay um next card phone a friend yeah I want to talk about phone a friend yeah talk about phone a friend surprisingly it is exactly what you said. You would think it is. I shouldn't even have to describe this card, but I will. It's a uh, blue, uh, two blue, and three colorless sorcery. Call someone and ask them to choose one. If they don't answer, your opponent chooses one. Don't explain anything else. You choose the targets. So a. <laughs> so this is how the phone call would go. Hey mom, I'm playing a game of magic. Choose one of these things. Actually, you can't even say that. You just say, hey, mom, choose one of these. A, gain control of target creature you don't control. B, choose target creature you control. Create two tokens that are each copies of it. D, take an extra turn after this one. Or D, draw seven cards. And then mom will go, what are you talking about? And then she'll think that she has dementia and and go crazy. And then you will get nothing done. But yeah, the idea is the person you call would give a Nigerian prince a million dollars in Amazon cards. Right, right. That is, that is a possibility. You got to be careful. <laughs> um, so yeah, they pick one, and then that happens in the game. Uh, the funny thing about this card is that I never answer my phone. So don't do not call me 
when you're trying to play this car because I will not answer that phone. And I'm sure a lot of people out there uh, share that sentiment. So I, I, I expect when you're playing this card, more often than not, your opponent is going to choose. Mm-hmm. Can't believe you wouldn't answer your phone if I call. I, I'm sorry. I just. I would because I'd wonder how you got my phone number. Probably too bad. Yeah, I would give it to him. I mean, it's it's the it's been the same phone number for thirteen years, man. I, I would I, give it to you too, Ben. Surprised you don't have it already. <laughs> to sounds... be honest. Um. Anyways, uh, so there's going to be a significant meta around that card, trying to decide which grandparent you're going to call <laughs> this time. Yeah. Uh, it is an acorn card too. Yeah. So. So, it's not legal. not legal and obviously, but it would be funner if it was. <laughs> Do you imagine like resolving that and then having to call a uh, featured game during the magic pro tour? <laughs> be hilarious. Wild man. Wild. Pretty freaking wild. They'd have the, uh, he wants to be a millionaire uh, music queued up <laughs> for mm-hmm. when you make the call. Okay. And then I'm going to bring up, the next card. Spotlights. The, the sound effect. Yeah. Uh, Regis Philbin is there for some reason. <laughs> I say Regis Philbin jumps out. Okay, so the next card I'm only bringing up because I think it's hilarious that these exist in Magic now, but the name of the card is Park Bleeder. It's a white and two colorless mana creature, goat it's, employee. It's Bleeder with a T, Bleater. right? Yeah. yeah. Bleeder. Uh, and then I'm not even gonna read the text of the card because it doesn't matter. It's a goat employee. It's a space goat. You gotta look at the art. It's a goat. It, it is very spacey in a space suit, and that exists in Magic: The Gathering now. Space goats. I love it. It's and they go uh, coast this, to coast. This exactly. This is why I love uh, unsets, man. Just that zaniness. I just I'm, really. I'm kind of surprised that. Uh, we have not gotten a space themed set yet. I know, right? This like an actual, it. yeah. Yeah. Like I there uh, how has there not been a plane that has spaceships and space battles? I don't know. It needs to happen so much. I hope it happens soon. Yeah, um, we got we got actual guns in New Capenna, so that's good. Uh, so yeah, next is space. Oh, I hope it happens. Well, not next, because we know the lineup for the next year, and none of that is... uh, Right. Or in space. Well, I suppose they probably had guns before Capenna in, like, Ixalan, because pirates and stuff, right? They don't have Uh, shooters? I don't don't think so. I don't know. Check the math on that one. Okay, so this is the last card for our low-energy Unfinity spoilers, because if we do any more, then we're going to be putting too much energy into it. I have to change the name. Really, yeah. if we do any more, I might retire from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that too. And we, we need the third man. Um, Vorthos, Steward of Myth. Now, this is another addition to the human gamer cycle. For you unfans out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's the cycle that's named after the Magic Player Psychographics, where they... Uh, break down why magic players play magic for their whatever reasons they play it for. Anyways, Vorthos focuses on players that like lore. And now uh, we have a card. So, booyah. It's uh, red and one colorless. 
and it is as Vorthos, steward of myth, enters the battlefield, choose a named magic character. Each spell you cast with the chosen character and its name, flavor text, or art costs Wooberg less to cast. This effect reduces only the amount of colored mana you pay. Uh, and this is obviously a acorn, acorn card, so it's not legal in eternal formats. But yep. It's cool. It's and fun. it's a one. It's a one three creature. Yeah, it's a one three creature. Yeah, it's nice that they've. Is that the completion of the psychographics? Uh, the last one. I think so. Unless they've added an, any more, because it used to be that it was just uh, Timmy, Johnny, and Spike, and then they added Vorthos. And I don't. Ah, uh, okay. Added. I think that was the last add. I I hate to say this, but uh, Comet Stellar Pup is super cute. And I had just want to mention oh, that. Oh, I'm glad that you brought that up. I, I love it too. It's the but we forever. can't say any more about it. Yeah. Um, I will say that the art on these, like as an art guy, I really like the art, the borderless treatment they're providing for this and the mm-hmm. frames um, are really uh, appealing to the eye. And then the um, alternate art cards of the uh, 50s cartoons like the Jetsons, I guess, maybe is what that looks like. Or the Powerpuff Girls, that kind of Genity Tarkovsky art. I really like those. Yeah, I do those. Too. Not enough to buy uh, to get them, but I do, I do like the card art. Walter, I, th- I think we've got a problem here. Yesterday, the boss didn't want me to change the fryer oil again. What's the problem? That's less work for you. Well, the problem is that last night I paid a street urchin one gold to stake out the joint to see what the boss was doing with the fryer oil. The urchin was supposed to meet me here in the morning and give me a full report, but he didn't show up. Mo, that guy took your gold. You got scammed. This isn't competitive, Walter. Not everyone here is a crook. I bet the boss got him. This is more dangerous than I first thought. We're going to have to be more careful now. How about we be so careful? We drop this whole nonsense. Pretend it's not our problem. Because it isn't a problem. We can't do that, Walter. Last time the Frexians were on Dominaria, everyone almost died. We have to do something. But what? Oh, God. Please, just stop. I've got it. When we make the bosses lunch today, I'll give them two options. One will be greasy oily, deep-fried chicken. The other will be baked chicken. Definitely no oil. If the boss is a Phyrexian, he'll be unable to resist the fried chicken. Why? Because Phyrexians love oil that much? Exactly. Mo, you've worked here for months. Everything here is fried. Look at the boss. It is very clear he loves fried food. He's going to pick the fried chicken. This proves nothing. Just wait and see. Phew! That took a little longer than I thought. It's actually kind of hard to cook something without frying it here. Boss, I made you your lunch. I got a real treat for you today. What is it, my boy? I made you two dishes today, boss. One is fried chicken, and the other is baked chicken. My own special recipe, actually. Pick whichever one you want. Oh, that's good thinking, my boy. Sales have been sagging lately, and the healthier option may be in bringing in new customers. 
I, I try the baked chicken, and if it's good, we, maybe we'll put it on the menu as a special. Oh, thank God. We can put this behind us. No, Walter. I think the boss is on to us. He must be extra suspicious after having killed that guy I paid to case the joint. What? You said yourself he was going to pick the fried chicken, yet he didn't. Why? Because he wanted to throw us off the trail. That's why we need another test. Look, if we do one more test and it does not prove the boss is a Phyrexian, can you please drop this? I don't know, Walter. It would have to be a really good test. Promise me you'll drop this and I will tell you the best test. Okay, Walter. I promise. You said the Phyrexians were basically robots in disguise, right? Like they are mostly metal, right? What we need is a magnet. Sticks to the boss, it stands to reason he's made of metal. If not, he isn't. All we need is a magnet. Oh, actually, I have one on me. See? Good lord. Where did that magnet come from? And why do you keep one that large on you? I usually don't, but I was going to go trash fishing after work. It calms me down, and I've been real stressed lately on account of the boss being a Phyrexian. All right, whatever. I'm going to call the boss in here, and you just and you just hold it close to the boss and see if there's an attraction. But be inconspicuous. Okay. Hey, boss, I need to talk to you for a second. Oh, what is it, my boy? Okay, okay, Walter, I think I got it. What the? What is this thing? Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the the main bit for this for this week. Can we hear some get some noise? Generate some noise. noise. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, for the championship, the arena championship number one happened this weekend. Uh, did any of you guys watch it? I no no, no. absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we won't touch I, on it much, but it, it seemed to be a pretty not good viewing experience. According this is to just this Magic is just Twitter. a great bit. But <laughs> have you guys done this? No, no. Have you guys done this one? I, no. <laughs> I have watched other tournaments before, but I mean, Here. if I have a choice between tournament and football, <laughs> football is going to win every time. Yeah, you'll catch uh, the vod. Um, I. I did notice this was this was going on because I saw that the actual Magic Channel was streaming, and I popped in real quick and looked at it and realized it was on Arena and not in paper. And, uh, like, and then and I was like, "Nah, get out of there right quick." You're like, "Nope." Uh, yeah. Um, well, the commentary, what the 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 like I, maybe this five minutes that I got of it, the commentary was just not like. It was not good. I, I don't know how else to describe it. It felt weird and awkward. And I was just like, I have another, I'm going to go to watch another show. And then tuned out. Tuned out. So, they were not able to seal the deal in five minutes. It's really important. You got to seal the deal in five minutes or you, yep. lose, you lose your audience. Um, yeah. Anyways, the thing that I'm interested in why we're talking about this is not because of the broadcast quality, but because, uh, we're checking out the new alchemy meta. This was not the good standard that they were playing in. They were playing in the bad standard. 
otherwise known as alchemy. It's uh, the standard set of cards and also their alchemy counterparts. Hmm. So uh, we're looking at the meta, and I thought it was kind of interesting. You're kind of our meta guy, Ben. So do you want to start breaking it down? The what for the for alchemy? For, I am not a meta guy for alchemy. You're you're the, you're the meta the, guy though. You're the meta guy. You've got the tools oh, to break gosh, down this meta. Gosh, you have gosh. to do it. I'm sorry. That's um. It, okay, so let's just do this in a um just a brief glance. Uh, everybody's playing black. <laughs> yes, that's that's true. sums it up. That's it. <laughs> um, there's a there's a the there's black in every deck. Yeah, so. uh, I think we counted right before the show started, and five out of the eight top eight played Shouldred, uh, either in the main or in the side. No good. Doesn't have any TV. <laughs> yep. Uh, there is a lot of Liliana, a lot of Obnixilis. I'm yep. still actually confused about modern players not liking Shouldred. It is so powerful. I just don't understand. I mean, it doesn't die to bolt. Isn't that the only thing that modern cars need to do? (laughs) It can't be fatal pushed. and Well, it's hard to fatal push it. You're right. Um, If you want to uh, march, no, um, yeah, march of other worldly light, you got to pay a lot because it's cost four. So, yeah, it's it's hard, harder to remove. Yeah, that's seriously the only reason people were poo-pooing it. And those same people are uh, now eating their words and saying, man, this is a really great card. I don't is know. I looked proper. at it and I thought it was cool. Shieldred in your Jund. Uh, you make Jund great again, Dak? Unfortunately, no, I don't think so. I don't think there's going to be room. Mm. Uh, there's still hope, though. Still hope. Yeah, so there's a lot of... Uh, it seems like... Black is pretty dominant in the current standard meta and also in the alchemy standard meta. Um, Here we have the finals went to two Rakdos sacrifice decks. So it was a mirror match in the final. Um, The idea of these decks is that it's it's a lot of sacrificing using Oni Colt Anvil from Kamigawa. Yep. And then Esper Midrange was another uh, heavily represented archetype well, in like this. L- literally half the top eight was uh, Esper Midrange. Yep. Um, there, uh, so, it was Esper Midrange, Rakdos Sacrifice, and then one domain control deck. Yep, and that uh, was it. Uh, so One brave soul that decided to uh, go in there with something a little different. Yeah. And unfortunately, he uh, lost to a Rakdos sacrifice deck to an two to zero in the in the in the match uh, in the quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, our hats off to him. I will say, after experiencing just uh, general like, you know, listening to watching people play Magic on the internet uh, via Twitch and listening to podcasts and stuff, I will say, domain. It can be powerful, especially with the lands that we have in our disposal uh, since the last time they did a a push for the domain mechanic. Um, It seems to Mm. have improved. Those uh, Capenna Triomes really hitting hard. 
Yeah. It, yes. Triome and Shockland is a thing that happens more than we originally thought. Um, especially in modern, when you have the fetch lands, you can specifically make five colors in domain on turn two fairly easy. Excellent. So yeah, domain, domain can be powerful. Um, I'd like to see it be a part of break into modern. I just don't think that mm-hmm. I just don't think it's going to be as powerful. I, I mean, the, the card Leyline binding is basically mm-hmm. turning the format on its head in a way that, um, was kind of expected, but somewhere in some decks you were like, wow. Um, so like Teamer Rhinos is now either a four or a five caller build if you put Yori on in it. Um, mm-hmm. Because of Leyline Binding, it fills a void that that deck uh, had a had a weakness to. So yeah, it's Domain, domain can be good. Don't underestimate it. Yep. Uh, the thing that I found interesting when I was looking through the top eight deck lists was that the uh, top performing Esper midrange, which was piloted by Soto Yosuka, uh, had quite a few of the specialized creatures from Alchemy Baldur's Gate. Oh, yeah. I thought that was cool. I, I really dislike those cards. That's the thing, but apparently uh, it had. they have utility, so... Wait, wait, wait. That what makes them good? Hold on, hold on. I, wait. I can't... That's not a clickable. Your website's not clickable, Wizards. Why can't I click on this card and see what the card does? Wizards, why aren't your alchemy cards in Gatherer already? Come on, man. Yeah, like, uh, I can click on Shouldred. Yeah, but I can't click on click on Tasha the Unholy Tarchman. It has a because it has a paper. Oh. <laughs> I told you we get back to this website, um, but yeah. So uh, Lizelle Gift Yaki Warrior is the specialized uh, white for it, and then um, the black one was in there. Baconia, Baconia Knight. Singer's disciple. Okay, so hold on, hold on. This is the. I have to. I have to bitch for a second because I was going to say this Esper midrange has one creature in it, and it is a Shouldered the Apocalypse. Yeah. One creature. However, there's a whole yeah, this- other column called Other that has a bunch of creatures in it. Because they're all conversations before you um, go on here. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> even. That's exactly what I said when I seen this list, man. Yeah, he was like, how is this mid-range with only one creature? And What's turns going out on here? It turns it's not out. only one creature. The alchemy cards just aren't listed in the creature. Yeah, because they're I assume they're not in Gatherer. <laughs> but they held a whole arena championship based on alchemy where the winner gets to go to the pro tour. But they can't but but there's a whole like there's an other section on their website when you want to see what these these pro tour players people now sam rolf you want to look at his deck and you can't click on a lot of his cards that he played why, with why are you shitting on sam rolf it's not sam you rolf's fault i'm just I, saying if if i wanted just, to be like this guy's really good on sam rolf <laughs> it has nothing to do with it the, <laughs> all right sam rolf congratulations on first place and congratulations on your qualification but like, right. I want to be able to click on your your deck, your sanguine brushstroke. But wizards will not let me. I don't know what your deck does because I can't click on that. Uh. 
it's, but uh, I do know enough of the other cards to know what your deck does, and it seems pretty solid. It's a, uh, and just a minor correction: it's, they qualify for worlds. Uh, not, uh, okay, thank worlds. you, thank you. Um, um, are they going to be the, playing? Are they going to be playing Arena Alchemy at Worlds? Gosh, I hope not. Uh, I also had to like uh, hunt for their little <laughs> pyramid graphics to figure out what they uh, qualified for because it was rather ambiguous. Uh, they need to. Oh. They need to get, do so much better. Please this, do so much better. The, the Magic GG dot GG site is not user friendly whatsoever, and it's kind of frustrating. Um, anyways, yeah. So. Congratulations, Sam Rolf, uh, representing the United Kingdom in the Arena Championship. Number one, does other Dave have anything to add to this discussion? Uh, I, I everything that I feel about it, you guys have said it's uh, uh, everything is very obtuse, both on their website and so their tournament structure. All right, I don't know what else to say about it. I feel you. So. Uh, uh, I guess other we could, than uh, you know, I respect Sam Rolf more than Ben does. I I respect Sam Rolf. I do. You don't even. Sorry. <laughs> he he rallied from behind to break through a Rakdos sacrifice mirror match to win Arena Championship One. It's right there on the website. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm sorry, but. I just feel bad for this guy now. <laughs> no. Uh, I am not shitting on Sam Rolf. Please. Don't send me hate mail. Drama now, man. Anyways, let's move on to a challenge of our own, shall we? Yeah? Did you mention the uh, challenge that's going on this afternoon? Yeah, um, we're going to be playing a, a, a thing. No, we, we shouldn't. Uh, Why? Well, I mean, by the time they listen to this podcast, the challenge will okay. be over, right? Let's listen. Let's mention that you should catch our VOD or check our YouTube channel okay, for the stunning conclusion. To we have the, video on demand. Uh, we do on Twitch for what is it? Nine days now. After. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you can save it for longer if you really wanted to. But we have a YouTube for the for the more permanent archive. Um, okay, so let's do the setup. We battled using the starter decks. And we tried to make a winner, but we did not make a winner out of any of us. And we all tied. So we decided that we were going to go again. And this time, we're out for blood. Out for blood. Uh, Yeah. I really think we need that movie trailer guy to do this. It would hit harder, you know. This time, they're out for guacamole sculptures. (laughs) I'd eat that. Uh, how old is the guacamole? If it's starting to turn gray, I don't want nothing to do with it. Um, I, I mean, I would guess that it's probably all gray. Just uh, the amount of time it probably takes to make a sculpture. You know? Yeah. Like, like I wouldn't use any of the butter out of a butter sculpture. Yeah. So if you're if you're ever making a guacamole sculpture, try not to make something that's green, because by the time you're done it's going to be brown or gray. So you want to shoot for something that's brown or gray, right? That's what you're saying? Or, or you can do what I did last time. I made a guacamole sculpture and make it of the Hulk. And as you start out, it's the Hulk. And then as the day goes by, you just change the name to Mr. Fix-It. Mr. Yeah. Fix-It? Yeah, it's the Gray Hulk. Oh, is that his name? Yeah, his name. Oh. Technically, it's there's a 
There's a difference <laughs> between the two. I, I, in my head, Mr. Clean popped in <laughs> immediately, and then I had to correct myself because I know that's Mr. Clean. Uh, but, Mr. Clean, uh, the Hulk, same difference. Yeah. Same thing. Anyways, yeah. uh, back to our challenge. No, this no, no. By hold f- on. Question. Who would win in a fight? The Gray Hulk or Mr. Clean? Probably Mr. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some untested power. He's hiding. Dude, he got that sparkle, man. Uh, look, nobody the, wears. The shine off of his head would uh, blind the Hulk. Nobody has a cleaning job and wears white pants unless they're significantly badass. Yeah, dude, he he definitely is. You you know it. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, back to our challenge. You guys are like the worst <laughs> on staying on topic, I swear. Um so I don't, I don't know why you recruited two people with ADD to, to <laughs> yeah. assist you in <laughs> staying on topic. Uh, uh, I, I, that's that's You're like, prime. hey, these two people have never been able to pay attention to anything in their lives. Let's get them to pay attention to something. <laughs> you know, that's fair. That's on me. Uh, that's on me. I'll own that. All um, right. So last last uh, last battle was pretty neck and neck, and I, I think it was probably our most uh, exciting match. Yeah, yes. I didn't almost rage quit. No, wait, I did. Actually, I did rage quit. I yeah. actually did you rage totally, quit. You totally okay. did. Dang it. Um, <laughs> it I'm not going to say it was the most exciting match. I will say it was the most even matches we have had. Yes. Well, okay, I'll give you that. Because uh, some of them were a little... Uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. It was the most even, most head-to-head, like, head you know, trade punches. Uh, so in order to finish this, uh, this starter deck duel and crown a winner, we've picked new decks. Just to remind everybody what they are. So when we go to play and they catch the VOD, uh, they know what we're playing and then we'll take off. Catch the VOD sounds like a, uh, you, you could, yeah, just, uh, um, we got it. Um, what? I, I will you be, got what? I, don't worry about it. I got the VOD. Okay. Right. And I'm giving it to you. Uh, so I uh, we picked each other's decks, right? Uh, the two other people picked the third person's decks. So you guys picked for me Aerial Domination. Yes. And then y'all picked for me Large and in Charge. It's the mono green one. I don't remember what it's called. The big stompy stomp. Yeah, big stompy one. And I got the red black artifact deck. Yes, the, the 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 starter version of the one that just met, uh, won the arena challenge. So maybe uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe it, we did oh it. In, God. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> I get the feeling the starter version is far less competent. Oh yeah, oh than yeah. The uh, tournament version. Yeah, it the definitely doesn't have a shoulder in it. Night at the end of uh, last that you know of. of. Dun, you dun, have dun. chosen poorly. No. Yep, that's exactly what happened when we chose that. All right. Uh, cool. I'm going to so, make a deck with the same name as it and play it, but I'm going to put four shoulders at <laughs> Like, wait a minute. This deck, this deck was put together before Shouldered existed. What's going on here? Yeah. Um, okay, so Ben. Four shoulders and short, four braids. Yep. Let's do this it. This is very suspicious. Um, tell us where they can find us since we're wrapping this here show up. 
Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at MPGPod. You can find me on my personal Twitter at BeNiceMPG. And where can they find you, Moderator Dave? They can find me on the Twitter spaces at Dave underscore MPG. Uh, where are you currently located and phoning in from other Dave? I am in Missouri. I am uh, trapped in a psychiatric museum. <laughs> Is that what they're calling it these days? Uh, they told me it was a museum and then they locked me in. Ah, it's like Hotel California. There are lots of wax statues here that are getting tortured. I don't oh my. understand. Oh, oh. That's, oh, that sounds terrifying. And not conducive to mental health at all. Seems like the exact opposite of where you'd want to put somebody having a mental health crisis. Um, yes. Okay. Nice. Well, I, I hope you get out in, yeah. in time for Magic 30. It's uh, right around the bend. Yeah, when is so, Magic 30 again? Into uh, October. Oh, okay. Well, you're, you're, you're like the gateway to the West, so you're almost there. Yeah. You've got a a month to use the tattoos on your body to generate a plan <laughs> to facility and recruit a, a handful of other convicts to get out. They got a guy named Teabag in there? Leave him in there. He's no good. He will not help you at all. Um. Well, that's the show, guys. I hope you all enjoyed it. Y'all, bye. So how do I get to the winning one? Just scroll down until I get to Samwise Gamgee.